Kiorofano, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm the favourite son of Paul and Barbara Knox back there. Um, I'm married to Hannah down the back there. Um, and last year we had our first pepe, uh, Maddie. We had Maddie, who's probably trying to go to sleep, or uh, yeah, I'm not sure. She's kicking. Uh, now, Maddie's favourite things are trees, books, and food. Um, Hannah and I moved down from New Plymouth a year ago for my job at Newbury uh, School. Uh, we loved coming to Korimako, and um, Nick and Amy have slowly roped us into some extra responsibilities, <laughs> which we're loving. <laughs> it's good. Stockholm Syndrome. No. <laughs> uh, we love it and hope God moves through us and works on uh, our hearts as well. Uh, so today we are continuing our seros series on heroes uh, from the Bible. Here we go. Next slide, please. Uh, so just to recap, uh, Jeff first talked about John, uh, the one who drew close to God. Uh, John, who loved God and who knew he was loved by God. He found his identity and that knowledge. He, he loved the church and encouraged the church to love one another. Uh, Jeff talked about how God is with us in our circumstances, especially the tough ones, and we can experience His love in those moments and declare over ourselves that we are loved, we are known by God. That is our identity, uh, which I thought was really cool. I 100% uh, really, really like listening to that, Jeff. Uh, Nick then talked about Moses. He talked about how Moses spent 40 years in the wilderness with God talking and developing him into a leader. He would have had to let go of all his plans uh, in those 40 years. Then he was ready to outwork God's will. God was working in the isolation and the quiet of a field <laughs> as he was looking after a, sh a sheep on, on Moses' heart. And he said, I'm going to do a work with you where no one else is around. Not No big fanfare. I'm doing a work in you. And that's, that's really cool. It speaks of our need to regularly find times when God can work on our hearts throughout this year. So don't miss those moments when God wants to work and meet us in the quiet. Next slide, please. And I'm going to be talking about Peter. Uh, I think I relate to Peter because he tries his best, mucks up a lot, <laughs> uh, but journeys towards being a good and faithful servant to God uh, and the church. Next slide. Um, but Peter, uh, yeah, Peter, uh, just a quick blurb on who he was. Um, for those of you who don't know, Peter uh, couldn't keep his name. His original name is Simon. He was a fisherman and met Jesus through his brother Andrew. Jesus renamed him Peter and called him the rock on which he would build his church. Peter also witnessed a lot of Jesus' miracles. Jesus heals his mother-in-law. He raises a girl from the dead in front of him. Uh, Peter sees Jesus walking out in the water towards him and steps out towards Jesus as well. Um, he sees Jesus' transfiguration and sees him deliver demons. So it's no surprise he was the first to acknowledge Jesus saying, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. He often spoke on behalf of the disciples. And after the, uh, Jesus ascended, Peter and the other 12 of his disciples preached the word until they most of them died. Uh, next slide, please. Cherry. Um, so what can we take from Peter heading into this new year? Well, first uh, thing we can take is that Peter was worthy. 
Um, he didn't think he was, particularly in the start, but he actually was. Fishermen were known as vulgar, hard men back in the day who were risking their lives a lot uh, when they were going out. Um, so he would have been a real tough guy. Um, and, and when he witnesses Jesus perform a miracle um, and he catches a huge catch of fish, he falls down to the ground and he says, God, leave me alone. I'm a sinner. Go, go to someone else who's more worthy than me. He doesn't think he's God enough. And, and God's response is, um, it, well, I don't know about you, but I definitely have those moments when I, I do doubt my worth. When I'm meeting God, I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to God this morning. <laughs> or I'm not too sure. Um, it, I know for me, when I do my morning prayers on the way to work, uh, God says to me, even when yesterday was horrible, I've fallen from the mark, uh, you are worthy. I am with you. Uh, let's do today together. And when Peter fell down, he said, oh, I'm a sinner, I'm not worthy. Go to someone else. Uh, God says, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Stand up. From now on, you will fish for men. And even in a state where he was a sinner and didn't feel worthy, God gave him purpose in that moment. You still have purpose. I, you still want to eat. I think that's cool. Uh, through Jesus' sacrifice, we are made clean and are worthy. Um, so run towards God in your morning quiet times. He will take us as we are and still work on us and through us. Uh, now, Peter, Peter still had a long way to go in his journey. He has to learn from his mistakes. He is corrected by Jesus probably more than all of the other disciples. And the reason why I identify with him Uh Mark 8.32, Peter turns aside, Jesus is just, for context, Jesus has just uh, described how he's going to uh, be crucified, taking, Peter takes him aside, bit of a buzzkill, <laughs> don't, don't say that, um, and then, but Jesus turning around and seeing his disciples, he rebuked and said, get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things man correction is tough really tough but God knows that if we set our minds on his plans actually who we can be and what we can do is pretty amazing Hebrews 12 11 no discipline oh, gotta sit down now is it the Hollywood music <laughs> yeah uh, Hebrews 12 11 no discipline seems pleasant at the time but painful Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And it's really good because it's hard to see that in those times. Hard to see through correction and discipline and see what's going to come of this. But actually, if we embrace it, we get righteousness and peace from it. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure if Peter would have taken heart in that in that moment. Uh, Hannah... Um, and I go to uh, Sam and, and Olivia's home group, and we love and we journey with some people around here, doing life together, eating together, and journeying with others from from Korimata is a great way to get into that discipline and correction that we all need. Um, so I had a thought that if we can be intentional this year and investing more deeply into each other's spiritual journey, there were times last year when just Sammy and I sat down and we just talked about our weeks. 
and said, no, this is what I'm struggling with. Uh, I'm finding this hard or things like that. And then uh, that just that time when we sat down together brought me into correction or maybe brought Sam into correction <laughs> or boredom. <laughs> um, but Jesus was molded into a great person. Uh, Peter was molded into a great person of faith by correction and being in the fellowship uh, with the disciples and following the teachings of Jesus. So we can work, uh, take that testimony. He wasn't worthy enough, but through that, through those processes, through those healthy habits, he became uh, an awesome servant. Now, this may be our uh, whanau, but um, Hannah and I, and definitely most of them, we had to go through a period of correction when the holidays come around. <laughs> One else find that? You have to try and readjust when you come back <laughs> to it. Um, uh, life is somewhat different, being on holiday with a baby, <laughs> as opposed to other years, um, but correction is good. And after some robust discussions, <laughs> uh, we actually had much more, uh, we had peace in the house. And ha- Hannah and I have actually put down weekly times where we sit down and talk about what's going well and what we can improve on because correction is important. And actually what we have is important. Um, so yeah, run towards correction this year. Our next slide, please. What else can we learn? Um, a lot of the time when Peter mucks up, and I definitely identify with this, Peter relies on his own strength or his own plans <laughs> when the situations around him are going bad or, or are tense, rather than trusting in God's plans. He had to learn to seek understanding from God first and then just trust that plan. Um, a couple of examples, he, he <laughs> Jesus gets arrested and, he, and he's like, oh, I've got this, I'm going to cut off that soldier's ear. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get arrested. <laughs> you know, God had told him about a plan. Um, he rebukes Jesus, talking about his crucifixion. He denies Jesus three times and he swears, he promises he won't. He walks on water when he sees Jesus, he's got faith, walks towards him and then loses focus. He loses focus on Jesus. He loses focus on the plan. Succumbs to the distraction of the, of the waves and what's happening around him. Sounds familiar to me. <laughs> Definitely looking at the distractions around me and getting lost. And, and stress or definitely busyness. I think it's the ruse of the enemy. <laughs> to, to let all these things distract us from focusing on God. Blocking the rest out. There are bad things that do happen around us, and the enemy loves it when we focus on the distractions. But we can walk through them when we focus on Yahweh, focus on God's plans. Uh, the school I used to teach at last year was Mafau Community School up in Taranaki. It's a Desal 2 school, a fantastic little school. Loved it. Um, I thought I had to go every weekend, go ch- check on all the tamariki at the end of weekdays. I would drive around the area where the school was before Hannah and I, and she got used to it. <laughs> Can you go down Cook Street and Jibber Street? <laughs> and we'd just go around uh, before we would go home. I had to work through the holidays, so I wasn't giving um, them a fair chance. Because definitely my ministry uh, up there more than my job. Beautiful children who had not gotten a best start or were in rubbish circumstances. I thought that by my plans, by my hard work, I could um, 
make a difference. If I was doing right by by them, yes. It, it was similar to Peter. It was like a half truth almost. <laughs> um, I wasn't trusting God's plan. I wasn't actually seeking God's plans. A lot of the time, I was relying on my own strength and my own plans. I could see the most days, but he's the one who's watching over them. He's the one that knows every single hair on their head. How can I think that I can compare to God? Um, he's all-knowing Yahweh. I'm a teacher. And actually, peace comes from that because our plans are often in vain when God's plans are yes and amen. That work was still God's work up there. I was called to do that work. I was... Not that I know I was, I was in the right place uh, for that season. Um, but like Peter, I would try and add my two cents to God's perfect plan. <laughs> um, then I got a kidney infection. Uh, sepsis was in hospital for a week. And my mind still fixed on these kids. Then as I slowly got better, I had a lot of time lying in the hospital. Um, I let go of my plans. And I talked to God and I said, what do you want to see in my life? In the life of Pippa Hannah. We were pregnant with um, Pippa's with Manny. Huge moments of just waiting in silence, similar to Moses in that field. Waiting. It turns out he had a different plan for me. Plan for me to come down to the mighty one or two. <laughs> he was slightly resistant to that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Everything fell into place, though. Um, <laughs> talking about Aiton. <laughs> Everything fell into place. He said, go and resign, and I'm just going to go before you. Everything's going to... So I resigned. Logically, that's not what I would usually do. <laughs> you get a job, and then you resign. <laughs> um, but God said, just go resign, and I'm going to step out in front of you. So resign. I knew we would get a job. We knew that we would get a job down there. We didn't have a midwife up in Taranaki. Um, we got down here and got one like that. We had a place to stay. It was nothing. Uh, God said, come down this weekend. I'm going to give you a place. Came down. I sat in property rentals. <laughs> Professionals. I need a place to stay. <laughs> I need a rental. Uh, within the day, we had a rental. It doesn't happen <laughs> at all with, with rentals. Um, but God went before us. Um, we, our moving costs were paid for. Uh, we went through the Edge Gazette and we felt called to a job. Newbury applied for the job, got on there. In so many little ways, God looked after us and I let go of my plan and trusted in his plan for us. Hard. Isaiah 55 verse 8 through 9. My plans aren't your plans, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. Just as the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my plans than your plans. So my learning I take from this was let's be intentional about setting times to meet God and talk to him through the day. Let's not wait until God has to get our attention. We're giving us sepsis or <laughs> something less drastic. Let's acknowledge that he powerful, all-knowing, and that he has plans for us, plans to grow and to prosper us. He didn't forsake any of the heroes we've been talking about in the Bible, and he will never forsake us. He goes before us and behind us. 
every journey that we're facing. Let's trust in him and continually refocus on his plan. Next slide, please. Um, so just in, uh, in summation, um, we are worthy even when we don't feel it. Peter falls down like a sinner. God gives him purpose in that moment. He didn't build him up or anything. He just gave him purpose. He has purpose even when we don't feel like it. Through discipline and, and correction come peace and righteousness. Firmly believe in that. Let go of our plans. Keep God's plans in your life or in situations. I've had many times, especially when I've got a situation at school, teachers coming up to me, the student's done this. Great. (laughs) And then as I walk, I'll just pray, God, what do I do next week? More often than not, it's not my first instinct. Grace, love, definitely don't feel it (laughs) when I've been pulled out of a classroom, but actually there's something about that that saying, actually trust in my plan, not your plan. Trust that his promises are yes and no, and you know his plan. Try not to do the, the Peter, I'm going to cut someone's ear off because I know better. Hard, hard to relinquish control and trust that he's got it all under, especially with, oh, the news is horrible, putting that on, but actually trust in him, fix our eyes on him, let's not get lost in the distractions of the waves. Get into a rhythm of pursuing God, morning rhythm, afternoon rhythm, a walk, Whatever suits you, find a rhythm where you can meet with him. More often than not, it's in quiet. I jump into a home group, just a journey together. That's what I learned up in, when I was in Marfell, I tried to do it by myself. We're not supposed, not supposed to do that. We're supposed to be encouraged. We're supposed to say, I'm struggling. We're supposed to say, hey, can you help me with this? That's who we're called to be as the church. Peter knew that. He figured that out after trying to do it by himself. That's why he was the cornerstone of the church. He knew we had to do it in community. That's me. So um, I'm just going to pray into those those areas. Um, and then I'll finish in a minute. Yeah. Uh, dear Lord Father, we just surrender our plans and, and, and we just give our plans to you and, and say, uh, we look to you, we focus on you. Help us not to be, um, help us not to look at distractions and lose our focus on you. Help us with our rhythms where we continually sit down in the quiet and seek your presence. Yeah. Would, we, would you help us with our faith?
would you build our faith? Would you grow our faith? Would you grow our trust in you? And would and everything we do in this year, would we do it in your strength, not our strength, God? I just pray for fellowship as well, God. Uh, would we would we have home groups? Would we and other members church around? Would we do life together? Would that be who we are at Christ? Jesus' name.